0: You're listening to the Dad Whisperer Podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find out more about Dr. Michelle at drmichellewatson.com. That's drmichellewatson.com. Here now is your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dad Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Yes, you caught that I'm adding Canfield to the last part of my name. I've got lots to fill you in on. Just hang on for a second because I just want you to know, as you can tell, even with the enthusiasm in my voice, that I'm so excited that you're joining me here today, especially if you're a dad Who wants to add more tools to your fathering toolbox? That part stays the same. That's always been my mission. It will always be my mission and my passion because you know, I long to help equip dads to become the heroes they want to be and that their daughters need them to be. And in case you're a mom listening, we welcome you to the conversation. And if you are a dad with sons, I've got to tell you, all of these things work in every relationship because really this is all about relationship strengthening. Now, if you've listened to the dad whisperer before, wow, I can't believe I'm about five years in now to doing radio, podcasting, those kinds of things. You may, like I just said, have noticed that I'm going now by Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. Okay. You want to hear a good love story? Oh my goodness. This could be a whole show for another day. But the truth is I got married on father's day weekend in 2020 to a man I've respected for many years. I met him a decade ago. He founded the national center for fathering 30 years ago, was a faithful husband, a father to five, 14 grandkids, Uh, all about fathering. And that's where Ken and I connected was at a conference. His wife was a friend of mine. I'd been to their home in Kansas. She was on my prayer team for the work I do with fathers. And she died in 2019. And in a crazy God way, he led our paths together. And I'm telling you guys, I had committed to singleness till my dying breath. I said, God, I am all in till every heart of every father has turned toward his daughter. So this may sound funny, but this was obedience. Ken and I laugh about this. I only said yes to God to marry him. God, okay, if you know that we can do more together than individually, then I'm in, Ken is in. So I married Ken, a man with a kindred spirit heart for fathers and a passion to equip dads to build their competence and their confidence. And Ken and I are excited about what God has ahead for us. If you go to fathers.com, you can read more about the National Center for Fathering and what they're doing. He's supportive of this. But the truth is, I now have inherited a tribe of 24. Oh, my goodness. So I'm stepping into all kinds of new roles as a mom stepmom, a grandmom, whatever you want to call it, but it's all new and I love it. I'm so grateful to be a part of the Canfield family. Okay, now segueing here in this intro, for those of you that may not have listened to me in the past, I just want to give you a little bit of a background in this whole reboot of The Dad Whisper so that you can hear how I, as a woman, ended up talking to men about how to be a better father. I know this is a crazy assignment. I'm with you truth be told, I would have disqualified myself had God asked for my input on this assignment for real. And I know that many of you fathers are probably in the same boat saying, I would disqualify myself as a father. I'm not cut out for this. I didn't have a good role model. My kids are throwing fits and I think I'm making it worse. Well, dad, I want you to know that I am here whispering in your ear, I want to give you practical tools that I believe will allow you to hit it out of the ballpark as a dad. Okay. So back to what I said, I want to give you a little bit of the backstory about how I ended up here. Not only talking to you now, but speaking at men's conferences, writing books. I have two of them now for dads. First one is called dad. Here's what I really need from you. A guide for connecting with your daughter's heart. And then my newest book is just let's talk conversation starters for dads and daughters. Okay, so here's how it all started. In December of 2009, I'm reading in Luke 1, get to verse 17, where God tells Zechariah, you know, your son, John, he's not even born yet, but he's going to help turn the what? Y'all know this, the hearts of fathers to their children. And just like I'm talking to you now, I just heard this whisper in my heart, in my spirit. I just heard this almost an audible audible voice that was saying, Michelle, that's what I want you to do. I'm like, Turn the hearts of fathers? And what's become clear to me now is that God has called me to turn your hearts, dads, not your heads, towards your daughters. We love the fact as daughters that you as dads can turn your head toward us, help us fill out a FAFSA, figure out a car loan or bank account or all that, that stuff where we need you as dads to step in, filling out you know forms and figure out how to buy a house, all that stuff. We need you, dads. God commanded the hearts of fathers, not the heads, to turn. And that's what I truly believe is my mission, is to help dads understand better how to turn their heart toward their daughters. Because truth be told, the more you dial into your daughter's heart space, men, the healthier your daughter will be. And I'm telling you, we know that the last verse of Malachi four six says that God wants to turn the hearts of fathers to their children and children to their fathers, what? Or he says, I will come and strike the lamb with a curse. And I don't think we have to look very far to see the effect of that curse. And I believe it comes all the way back to fathers turning their hearts to their daughters. Okay, back to the story. So God says, Michelle, that's what I want you to do. Two days later, I'm blow drying my hair. And I just hear the name, the Abba Project. Abba meaning daddy in Aramaic and men love a project. Do I hear an amen? (laughs) Amen. So I wrote 11 dads whose daughters at the time were my counseling clients because I've now been a clinician here in Portland, Oregon. I have a counseling practice of over 25 years. So at the time I wrote 11 dads an email. Daughters were in their teens and twenties and said, would you want to join me once a month for six months to see if there's a change in you, your daughter, or your relationship? Guess what happened? 10 of the 11 dads said, we're in. And I've had people say, Michelle, men do not add more to an already full plate. So this really showed me that there was a felt need among men. We don't know where to go to ask for directions. Good. Michelle, you're steering us in this direction. And it is my joy to coach dads in learning how to decode their daughters. Because truth be told, I love the book, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus by John Gray. We really are from two different planets. Okay, double amen, right? So I'm speaking Venusian. You're speaking Martian. And what I can tell you is after 10 years plus now of leading groups of dads with daughters, every year I mentor, we went we went one year that first group. Now we're down to nine months every year, except for COVID year. I've been leading nine month groups. We meet once a month to help dads understand what their daughters need from them, what they're thinking. And I want to equip dads then in between to do dad-daughter dates to ask their daughters more questions to probe their heart space. And that's really what my latest book is about. 60 scripts. So dads on your dad-daughter dates, even if you do them in your living room or out in the backyard, don't go to a restaurant, but I love the idea of you taking her out to a restaurant, is that you are equipped now to lead conversations. Because here's the truth, men. Listen up. When our mouth opens as women, our heart opens. And when our heart opens, your heart opens. Am I right? Because you know what it's like when the women in your life stop talking? It is not good, right? When we stop talking, our heart is closed up. So, really, it all comes back to talking. How do you initiate conversations with your daughter to find out what's going on with her? Not where you lecture. Not where you teach, but where you really help her figure out what she's thinking, believing, wanting, where she's hurting. And so the ABBA project is what started all of this. And truly, 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 I want you to know, dad, that you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be present. So I'm standing here on the sidelines, cheering you on, man. You're running your fathering race. And I want to equip you, like I said earlier, to be the dad your daughter needs you to be, that you want to be, and that God wants you to be. That's the bottom line. So here on the Dad Whisperer reboot, I'm going to be calling it the Dad Whisperer podcast. So you'll know it's a little different than any past shows you've listened to. The Dad Whisperer podcast is this reboot is all about coming at you. I got a new team working with me. I'm just doing podcast, not radio here. And I am hopeful that you will listen in. You will share this with your friends because really my goal is, is to speak into your lives. And I'm so honored to have the privilege to do so. Really, I truly mean that from my heart to yours. I'm your biggest supporter. I am your ally. And I'm going to help you learn as we go. Feel free to write me questions just at thedadwhisperer at gmail.com. I'll incorporate that into the show. I'm going to be doing Ask Dr. Michelle segments, or we're going to do Q&A. And really, I'm going to be listening to you about what you want. So write me. And we are gonna do this together. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, I'm excited to open up the first section of my newest book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters, where we're going to talk about ways that you can engage your daughter's heart to increase your bond, okay? This is all about increasing and strengthening your bond through, wait for it, laughter. Okay, if you wanna learn more about that, stick around, come back, and we'll continue the conversation. Are you a dad who has ever desired a deeper connection with your daughter, but haven't known how to go about it? Let's Talk Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters is the very resource you need. Dr. Michelle wrote it with you dads in mind. This book will support you with scripted questions, equip you to decode your daughter, and inspire you with stories of other dads and daughters. Don't wait any longer to be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. So to let the talking begin, head on over to drmichellewatson.com forward slash books and order your copy today. This book will become a favorite in your fathering toolbox and will give you the answers you've been looking for. That's drmichellewatson.com forward slash books now. Back to the Dad Whisperer podcast. Welcome back. Okay, like I said earlier, I'm Dr. Michelle Watson-Canfield, and today I'm going to start part one of a five-part series that I'm calling Five Key Strategies for Engaging and Winning Your Daughter's Heart. Okay, that's way too long. Let's be straight up. Really, this is just all about leading your daughter to laugh. Who's in? Here's the deal. You are going to love learning some practical things about neuroscience that have to do with laughter. I'm going to tell you stories and I'm going to give you some practical ways that you can engage your daughter to enhance bonding through laughter. Okay, so here's the deal. The starting point that I want to say is that the science confirms that our brain releases chemicals when we laugh that strengthen long term relationships and reinforce bonding. Okay, who knew? I'm telling you guys, I've been to grad school, I have a master's in in counseling psychology, I have a PhD in health psychology, so I have lots of school, two different schools, lots of years, probably seven, eight altogether, right? I have never heard this in grad school. So you guys are getting a PhD education here to learn this. Laughter, let me say it again, shared laughter. I think I missed the word shared, didn't I? Shared laughter releases chemicals in the brain that strengthen long-term relationships and reinforce bonding. So we've all heard the phrase, you know, laughter is the best medicine. If you have a broken down relationship with your daughter, this is a way to think, how can you increase laughter? Now, one of the things I've heard from some daughters, again, clinician, counseling practice for 25 years, I have sometimes heard daughters say, my dad says things at the most inappropriate times. Like I'm hurting and he's trying to make a joke. Okay. Learn from what other daughters have told me. That is not the time to make a joke. That is not what I'm talking about when I say shared laughter, because if she's hurting and I bless your heart, sometimes I may say a Martian heart and I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just am talking about we're from two different planets. That might be what you do to your son and it totally lifts him up. It gets him out of his slump, out of his you know, sadness, and it bombs with your daughter. Typically, that is not the time to do a joke because it's about shared laughter. If she's not laughing right then, that is not the time to say that. In fact, my dad has often said to me, Michelle, you just got to lighten up. You just got to lighten up. And I've said, Dad, telling me to lighten up is not the way to help me lighten up. So that might be another thing you'll take to the bank, Dad. Two words not to say, lighten up. But what I have found is actually if my dad and I start, he, we do this funny voice thing like, hey, what you doing, Mr. Dooman?" Like when we kind of have things that are sort of inside jokes like that, that can actually start the process of me lightening up automatically. So it doesn't have to tell me to do it. It just happens. Okay, let me give you some more research for some of you science buffs. Mayo Clinic states that a good laugh has great short-term effects. Who knew? Because when you start to laugh, it actually lightens your load mentally because laughter stops distressing emotions. In other words, think about the last time you were angry. You didn't feel like laughing, did you? If you were anxious, you don't feel like laughing. When you're sad, you don't feel like laughing. But when we laugh, our stress levels go down because it's hard to laugh and be crabby at the same time. So laughter in and of itself, it actually induces physical changes in your body. Listen to this too. Laughter enhances your intake of oxygen-rich air, which stimulates your heart, your lungs, your muscles. It even increases endorphins that are released in your brain. Are you feeling what I'm saying, man? If you can actually, for yourself at times, when you are angry, you walk in, there's all kinds of clothes and shoes all in the entryway. How many times have you told your kids, put them away. I trip on them. When I walk in the door, you walk in, it activates, you know, the anger, that button gets pushed. Or if you like to think of a light switch gets turned on anger. If you could think of something funny, even in yourself about that, it will help lighten that emotion for you. I love how my mentor, Dr. Jim Friesen says, this is really profound about joy. So I'm talking about laughter and joy. They tend to lock arms, don't they? Kind of join hands. Joy is a reciprocal dynamic between people. In fact, listen to this. He says that joy is actually exchanged between two people six cycles per second in a nonverbal face to face exchange, which all the time creates stronger joy between both of those people. In other words, it's almost like it bounces back and forth between two people. I mean, there are even humor researchers. Who knew? You know, they'll put, you know, things on the head and on the heart to look at heart rate, blood pressure, all kinds of things things that are happening in the body through laughter. And what they notice are these things, about six cycles per second of a joy exchange. Dad, ask yourself this question. How often am I activating joy in my kids, in my daughter? Because it's reciprocal. So meaning when you have a lighthearted response, it bounces off of your daughter or your son back to you, goes from you to them. Another thing that might be practical is if you have an anger response, look in the eyes of your kids. Look at your daughter's eyes. What happens to her if you walk in the door, yell about everything, you know, being strewn all over? If you look at her eyes, you will see sometimes that she's scared or he's scared. And if you can think of something funny, even before you walk in the door, if this is what happens every time, you know, one of the practical suggestions I was going to give you at the end, but I'll put it here. Google just put laughter videos, you can put any contagious laughter, you can put any response like that in YouTube. If you even on the way home from work or the way home from a meeting or from the gym where you just want some peace and quiet, you activate laughter yourself before you walk in the door, voila, that will make your whole house a lot happier because it's reciprocal. Isn't that a cool idea? I never knew that till I learned more about laughter. Again, like I told you, they do not teach this stuff in grad school, but you're getting it here for real. Oh. Okay, I thought you might like hearing this verse. Proverbs 17 says, A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. A joyful heart is good medicine. So if your daughter has had a really hard day, Dad, if you can activate laughter, it's like medicine to her heart. Because again, like I said, joy and laughter go together. You know that you don't need me to tell you that. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Question is to ask yourself, are you ever the one crushing your daughter's spirit? Because you're doing the opposite of laughter. Here's another version that I love how it says it in the Passion Translation. A joyful, cheerful heart brings healing to both body and soul, but the one whose heart is crushed struggles with sickness and depression. Here's another quote. Anne Lamott is one of my favorite authors. Oh, this is a really profound and beautiful way that she says it. Laughter is the key that grace has arrived. Say it with me right now, out loud. Laughter is the key that grace has arrived. Whoa, isn't that good? I mean, I think of how often, if you were if you were to sit with me for a day in my counseling office, you know, I work with a lot of teenagers, uh, 20-something women. I think of how often through the 40 plus years that I've mentored and counseled, you know, even outside of my counseling practice in churches and camps and youth groups, different women, you know, I, I've heard a lot of stories, right, about daughters and their dads. That's what I know has really led me to this field of impassioning dads and equipping them to know how to connect with their daughters. But I think of how often, you know, daughters will say, my dad, like he gets so serious, you know, and dad, I would say, ask yourself, are you heavy handed or heavy hearted? You know, are you coming down heavy on her heart or, or with your hand with discipline and a lot of shaping, correcting, disciplining? Yes, that's helpful. God's called you to that. But really with daughters, a lot of times it's calling you as men to develop another side, almost like another valve. You know, we have different valves to our heart. Physically, this is like opening another valve to your heart of learning how to talk more soft, more tender. Well, laughter is a great way to accomplish that goal. I mean, I think about moms, too. I mean, we all... As every parent could benefit from this idea of how do I activate laughter more in my home in this relationship? Because when grace arrives, laughter shows up. I mean, I'm an Enneagram one. I don't know if you ever look at that, but the root sin for an Enneagram one is anger. You guys, I'm preaching to the choir here. I mean, it's so easy for me to just get frustrated, get annoyed, which is the lowest rank. Rage is a 10 on a zero to 10 scale of anger annoyed is a one, but really on that scale of annoyed, frustrated, you know, those kinds of words all the way up to rage, that really is not good for our own health, right? That's a whole nother talk for another day. But if we as people of God who want to be healthier, I mean, we read in Psalm two, it says, God sits in the heavens and laughs. I mean, I've often pictured God, the father, Abba, Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, the three of them literally going, oh, come here, guys, watch it, watch it. There they go. And just uproariously laughing. I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't heard a lot of sermons on that. How did the Trinity laugh with each other? So really, the more you can activate laughter, I believe you are modeling what's happening in the heavens with the Trinity. Let me tell you what my friend Christy Foster had to say about this. She said, my dad has been gone for 12 years now. And I so miss laughing with him. He was an incredible storyteller, a joke teller. So he regularly had everyone in stitches without being a jokester himself, but he could deliver. She said, Once you lose someone, it's often the mundane, stupid, everyday kinds of things that you miss. He brought out laughter to so many, he brought it out in them, and he filled our home with laughter. I'm so grateful. Dad, what do you want your daughter to say when you're not there anymore? Like my dad helped me lighten up because he just knew how to be silly sometimes or how to say something that was an inside joke that got us laughing. I mean, I love how my husband Ken has, has shared with me so much about how he has fathered his five kids through the years and now 14 grandkids. He's so dialed in, you know, practically speaking, he's the one that said, I have to ask myself, am I coming home heavy handed or heavy hearted? If you're in a heavy place and it lingers, he says, get support for yourself. Find a mentor, find another man who you respect, who can share things with you that he does to get his family laughing. I think that's a practical way. Maybe it is a therapist. If you're in a lot of depression yourself and don't know how to get out of it. I mean, obviously, I believe in that. I mean, I'm a pastor's daughter. I was raised conservative Baptist. Yeah, didn't go for counseling. I mean, I even remember Then I started at a four square church and I felt like a lot of times kind of the the theme up front was that the word of God had everything you needed. You didn't need counseling. Well, obviously I don't agree with that. It's my field here, right? In mental health. But I really believe that mental health is a part of overall health. So dad, if you're really struggling to activate laughter in yourself, I would encourage you to find a counselor, ask people who they like, find out you know, what that journey has been like for them and find someone that can help you get to roots of where the sad begin to take over. I mean, something there has happened because I believe that if the Trinity's laughing and we're made in the image of God, we were made to laugh. I mean, again, Ken said they would watch Home Alone over and over and over as a family, but then they had lines from the movie that brought laughter. Maybe you have a daughter that loved Frozen and Frozen 2, I mean, how many of you dads have listened to Let It Go, Let It Go, Let It Go? And you're like, I want you to let this show go, this movie go, turn it off. But you know what? That could be another thing. I think of how many YouTube videos I've watched. People send them to me and I find them of dads who dressed up in a frozen outfit with their daughter, did a video and sang Let It Go. I mean, dad, maybe that's a practical thing. If you have younger daughters, find a song she loves, dress up and do a video. In fact, one of the things my dad and I have done through the years, oh my goodness, we haven't done this for a couple of years, but we probably did it for about five years where Monday nights were our shopping night. We go to Costco and then over to this store that had cheap, cheaper food across the street and we would do this dad-daughter selfie thing where we would go into the produce section or whatever they had there. You know, they had cards, they had gift bags and gifts and we would come up with something creative. Like we would put a gift bag on our head with the curly ribbon being hair and we would come up with some creative quip underneath it, epigram, and put it on social media, just hashtagged it as dad-daughter selfie. And so many people have come up to my dad through the years and gone, you're Michelle's dad. And it was because it was a, thing to do together that didn't cost any money, we would be silly together. And you guys, it activated laughter. There was a joy exchange. In fact, one Father's Day, I made him this huge collage of all these dad-daughter pictures that we'd made from our selfies with funny things like a boa around our neck or a piece of fruit, you know, on top of our head, or they would have a lot of gift things with stuffed animals. Oh, you know, one time we put a copper pot on our head and had someone else take it. And we talked about this is when pot was just being legalized. And we were talking about how, you know, we're Oregon potheads as we have that on our head. I mean, dad, that may be a way that take your daughter shopping and do some kind of a silly picture with her. I guarantee she will love it. Even this past Christmas, I mean, I love stories, so I, I'm just sharing them with you from my heart to yours. But I found a bunch of whoopee cushions at Target, and I have an honorary daughter where she and her husband took these whoopee cushions at, uh, around Thanksgiving over to Rwanda, where her husband's from, and they had never seen a whoopee cushion. And We were like, we, she said they laughed so hard around the table from one whoopee cushion that that it was like the theme of this whole time where they visited. You know they're going to be telling that story for years. Dad, why don't you get some whoopee cushions? Why don't you be the one? Let that be the gift you give to your family this year. Maybe it's your Father's Day thing. Who knows? You're the giving the gift as the father. But Ken and I did that for... Uh, for New Year's Eve this year, we had a whole bunch of them that we brought to our family gathering. We were all in Arkansas with all of his kids and grandkids. And it was so fun and funny because we had it planned where he was giving, he said to everyone, I want to give a prayer blessing over this year. And we had it in sync where as he prayed, I began to activate the whoopee cushion. And he goes, oh, excuse me, you know, and You guys, it was so fun. All the kids started jumping up and down. I want one. I want one. Okay, that might be if you're not prone to being a jokester or the funny one of the family. Maybe you're more of a golden retriever personality, more of a banker personality, or on the disc profile, you're more steady and conscientious. That might be something that you don't have to tell the joke, but you could get a whoopee cushion. Okay, is this practical enough, dads? Because I want you to be able to activate Laughter with your daughter because what does it do? What did I tell you at the beginning? It strengthens your bond. Here's another way that you could activate laughter okay, you can always share a story that's self deprecating. You can go, Do you know what I did when I was 10? Oh my goodness, I was so stupid. I went to da 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 da. You know, I thought it would be a good idea to take, you know, the dog da, 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 and put it here and oh my goodness. And I slipped and it was a, I don't know why that came to my mind. Okay. You're probably going to click me off right there and go, Michelle is so inappropriate today. You know, I'm telling you this dad, whisper reboot podcast thing. I think I'm just, I'm just going for it. You know, I'm like, we're going to have real conversations, you guys about real things. And not that I haven't done that before. I mean, that's always been my heart for you, but I'm just excited about this being a new season You know, as we're heading kind of out of the pandemic, you know, with herd immunity and all the the things that are happening now, we're all ready for more laughter, aren't we? I don't know about you, but I need more of it. This has been a heavy year. I mean, you guys, I got married in the middle of COVID. 425 people were invited to our wedding down to 25, 425 to 25. Lots of tears were shed. So I've needed this. And I say, dad, this is a way that you can lead your daughter to laugh. Here's another idea. Go find old pictures of yourself or of your whole family when the kids were little. But especially if you find them of yourself, when I say tell self-deprecating stories, find pictures of old hairstyles, old clothing. I guarantee your children will laugh uproariously. I mean, even one of my cousins named Brian He's told me about how, you know, every year he would don a Santa suit at Christmas for his two girls and his wife would be cued. Oh, I hear something. Let's look outside. He said one year he was climbing over the fence and got caught the pant leg and he hung on a six foot fence and until the pants ripped. And he said, they're telling that story 20 years later. So dad If you are prone to embarrassment and you just want to hide all those things, remember, that's one of the best ways. That's a way to be vulnerable is let your kids laugh at you. Because remember, laughter is contagious. So when you start even hearing someone else laugh, you're going to break into a laugh. You could even Google that on, you know, contagious laughter in YouTube, or you could just say laughter sounds. I have done that before where I started listening to laughter sounds and I start laughing and there's nothing being told except listening to laughter. It's that contagious. Okay. I'm getting ready to land the plane. You guys, let me give you five questions out of my book. Let's talk conversation starters for dads and daughters where the whole first section has 13 different ways, different questionnaires or assignments or activities where you can activate laughter. But here's one of them. You could ask your daughter, what, am, what item of my clothing, let me do that again. You could ask her, what item of my clothing would you love to see me get rid of? There you go. Let her make fun of one of your things. For me, it's my dad's jeans that he gets for $12.99 at, I won't say the name of the box store, but I'm like, dad, you can tell that they are cheap. Get better jeans. So we laugh about that every time he wears them. What item of my clothing would you love to see me get rid of? Number two, just ask your daughter or your son, what about me makes you laugh? There you go. Just ask that. Another one, this is less about funny and more about just a fun question. Ask her about her wedding day. What colors do you want? What flowers do you want? What place do you want? And if you don't think about your wedding day, why not? Number four, what are three outrageous things you wish you had the nerve to do? See, it's kind of a crazy, fun, happy question. What are three outrageous things you wish you had the nerve to do? In my book, I have 10. Have your daughter do 10 things and then you can make that your prayer list. Say, how can I fan that into flame? Last question. If you just want to have some fun, lighthearted questions to connect with your daughter's heart, you could say, if you could be any animal, which one would you say you're most like and why? There you go. Five questions that you could ask your daughter to get some laughter going today. Well, this wraps up our conversation today it's been so fun to be with you all the dad Whisper podcast reboot i guess i could say either way but we are going to have some great conversations i hope you'll stick around come back share this with your friends and i'm dr michelle watson canfield the dad whisperer signing off and encouraging you to make today a day dads where you intentionally and consistently invest in pursuing your daughter's heart go dads
0: Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield. To find out how you can invite Dr. Michelle for your next event, go to drmichellewatson.com and click on the speaking tab. That's drmichellewatson.com. Dr. Michelle loves bringing practical insights she gleaned over the past few decades to audiences of teenagers, young adults, men's groups, or women's forums. Once again, go to drmichellewatson.com, that's drmichellewatson.com, for more information on the books, resources, and blogs that she has available. Remember, you can listen to the Dad Whisperer podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And we'd appreciate it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you again on the next edition of the Dad Whisperer podcast with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield.